We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to The Stender with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Knopf, please visit mikeknopf.com. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. If you're at all familiar with Hebrew, I know that there are some people here tonight that are probably more intimately familiar with Hebrew than uh, some others of us. Uh, but you'll uh, you probably notice that there were some repeated words in that last psalm we sang. Among them, perhaps the most repeated word is the word kol, kuf vav lamed, kol, which means voice. And it's talking about the voice of God being able to be heard in all aspects of our world and all aspects of our lives. And it's interesting that this psalm is chosen by rabbinic tradition to be one of the six that introduces Shabbat. Because Shabbat, in some ways, is a day to step outside of voices. What I mean by that is that we're, I think a lot of us in our lives, if if your life is anything like mine, you are bombarded with voices. Some of those are actual audible voices, and some of those are digital voices. There are all sorts of things that command our attention. If we're lucky, there might be one thing at one time that commands our attention, but for most of us, there are many things at any given instant, at any given moment, that are vying for our attention. I'm reading a book right now, an incredible book that uh, I encourage, I recommend to you, called The Attention Merchants. I don't know if any of you have read this or heard about this book, uh, but it's about how our attention has become a hot commodity, and it's about the history of that and what that does to us and what that does uh, uh, sometimes for us, but um, uh, how our attention is bought and sold. And if you're using something that's free, like Facebook or Twitter, chances are that your attention is the product that's being sold on those media. That's another story for another time. But our attention is an important commodity. It's one of the few things that we have only a limited amount of. We can only pay attention to so many things at once. Psychology says that you can really only hold seven ideas in your mind at one time, and those have to be simple ideas. You can really only do one significant task at once. You can only pay attention to one meaningful idea at one time, and yet so many of us think about multitasking, we try to multitask, sometimes we do this better than others, but there's so many things vying for our attention. Our Torah portion this week starts with the words, ekev tishma'un, as a consequence of listening, or as a consequence of observing. And it goes on to talk about the consequences, both positive and negative, of listening to or following or observing the commandments in the Torah. There's positive consequences, it says, suggests, if we obey the commandments in the Torah, and there are negative consequences if we don't obey the commandments in the Torah. But I just want to take it out of its context for a moment, and just focus on those first two words, Ekev Tishma'un, 
as a consequence of listening, or perhaps as a consequence of paying attention. What are the consequences of what we pay attention to and what we don't pay attention to? What are the consequences of the things that we let ourselves be distracted by and what are the consequences of our pushing ourselves not to be distracted by those things, not to be pulled in all sorts of different directions? William James said that at the end of our life, we'll have to give an accounting for everything that we paid attention to. And our lives are the sum total of what we've paid attention to in our lives. Because there are consequences to what we pay attention to and what we don't pay attention to. So I want to invite you, if you're comfortable, to take a moment to close your eyes. Spiritual traditions like Judaism, and especially Buddhism, but Judaism as well, have practices for attention. Buddhism calls it mindfulness. I think Judaism calls it tefillah, prayer. Of being able to identify and isolate the voices and stimuli that are clamoring for our attention. And to be able to be discerning about what we allow ourselves to pay attention to, to be pulled into. So I want to invite you, if you uh, have your eyes closed, to uh, take some deep breaths. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Take a moment to just pay attention to that breath. If you find yourself pulled along by other thoughts, you find other stimuli creeping into your mind, you hear a sound or see a light or something like that, just kind of gently bring your attention back to your breath. Take a moment to scan through a list of the various things, people, voices, entities, media in your life. Maybe shrink that to your week or your day that are vying for your attention. And if you're a spreadsheet person in your mind's eye, sort those things into a spreadsheet. And list them out. What's important and what's not. What's most important and what's least important. 
deserves your attention and what doesn't. What deserves your attention right now? And what should rightly wait for later? Ekev Tishma'un. There are consequences to paying attention and to what we pay attention to. And Shabbat is a weekly gift that we have to step outside of the world of all of that noise, all of that screaming and clamoring for our attention, and to enable ourselves to distill and discern what we ought to be paying attention to. Because the meaning of our lives is the sum total of what we choose to attend to.